with the drums. Your mama was a movie queen, and she was one of the best. This might seem strange. Hello, welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host, Dan, and today we're going to be talking about Chocolate Box from MPLS Sound, recorded in 2008 at Paisley Park and released on the 24th of March 2009. On the track, we have Prince, and the only other person who appears on MPLS Sound other than Prince, and they're on this track, and that is Q-Tip. Uh, I believe his full name is Cuford Tippard. That's his, <laughs> that's his real name. And the track is 6 minutes 14, and joining me to talk about today is Alec Rayner. Hello, Alec. Hello, good to be here. Uh, obviously, everything on this album is kind of meant to be like 80s Prince. This song kind of still has that feel, but, you know, with the addition of, um, you know, Q-Tip, just feels like, obviously, Prince is trying to do, like, a, a kind of weird merge between, like, 90s R&B and 80s Prince. <laughs> And you kind of end up with this, I don't know, like this weird hybrid of a song. Um, you know, and Prince, obviously, in the song, he's kind of, you know, like he's he's kind of sing rapping like he used to do. Um, yeah. And then, you know, we have obviously Q-Tip comes in uh, with uh, with his his kind of uh, his verse. Um, and, you know, uh, and then Prince comes in. Talked, I mean, there's a line which we'll have to talk about when Prince returns after Q-Tip. Uh, which is like the first line of that yeah. fourth verse, which is Gosh. a little kind of troubling. Uh, yeah, which, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, but I mean, it opens with probably my least favorite thing in the world, which is someone saying the title of a song. Um, and, you know, it op opens with Prince uh, and I think and Q-Tip as well singing together saying, I got a box of chocolates that will rock the socks of any girl that come my way. Uh, sorry, that want to come my way. Um, and Prince, of course, then asks where the drums are and they repeat it with the kind of I got a box of chocolates that will rock the socks of any um, repeated a couple of times. I don't know, like the way that they the, the Prince sings the words, I got a box of chocolates. I'm not a huge fan of the way he delivers that line. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> like, it's a little weird. Yeah. And, and the thing is, as well, like, like if this is kind of, you know, this is this is a song that has like a video. Uh, I don't know that it was actually released as a single, but it was just it was used in kind of promotion, you know, with the fact that he had a video that had Q-Tip in. Yeah, and he had a pretty successful um, year that um, past year with the Renaissance um, being like, I think maybe his um, long awaited um, solo album ever since the um, Tripod Quest broke up. And um, he released yeah. Yeah, the Renaissance with so massive critical acclaim and I think pretty decent sales figures, too. So um, yeah, Q-Tip was definitely a uh, a pretty high level, high quality choice. And the thing is, as well, he interestingly enough, he'd also appeared in um, "She Hate Me," uh, like a couple of years before this. Uh, and obviously, Prince had worked with um, Spike Lee on um, "Girl Six, and yeah. he would work with him on "Bamboozled." I think um, I, I'm trying to remember the filmography of Spike Lee, but I think "Bamboozled" might have been before "She Hate Me." Um, yeah, I don't. Or was it? remember i think it was it was a, i think it was a couple of years yeah. before she hate me I thought bamboozled was like oh three or something so i think it's it's either 2000 2001 it's around there okay. i know it was before 25th hour so okay. you know prince had kind of worked with spike lee kind of twice in four years and then q-tip is in she hate me and so you know like there's a kind of yeah. a bit of a connection there now i was just going to say q-tip's real name is jonathan davis uh which is also the name of the lead singer from uh corn oh. which i think is quite funny <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> he he has since changed his name. Um, other than calling himself Q Tip, he's then he's then changed his name as well to uh, 
uh, Kamal Farid. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I just find that interesting that he ha- he shares the name with somebody else who's uh, kind of in a famous band. A decade prior, though, Q-Tip was on um, some of the remixes for The Greatest Romance Ever Sold, if I remember correctly. Yes. So, um, yeah. this isn't the... It's another time that um, Q-Tip and Prince cross paths. And, uh, you know, I, I think, I mean, the video itself is okay. I mean, it, you know, there's a lot of the kind of imagery from the covers of these two albums, uh, you know, which I've discussed previously are terrible. Yeah. Uh, they look like someone who just learned how to use Photoshop and just kind of went crazy with it with all different layers and everything. Yeah. Well, um, but, that's an accurate you know, description. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, Prince in the video, he's kind of like on video screens with like pixelation. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of like a Matrix effect. Uh, Prince was a huge fan of the Matrix and the Matrix sequels. Um, so, you know, it's it's kind of interesting that he chose that effect for himself. I don't think Q-Tip and, um, and Prince actually meet in the video, if I remember right. I don't. It's been a little I while since I watched the video. Do. I think, yeah, no. I, I, it's almost like the actual story is like with Q-Tip and another woman in the video while like they just yeah. cut to Prince on like a, a screen kind of almost like a big brother like thing every once in a while where he's just singing the song on a screen. The woman and Q-Tip, I think they do some kind of like, oh, there's another man in there. I think I'm trying to remember the video, but uh, they basically end up doing some like uh, some kind of capoeira style fighting where they're kind of dancing around and, grabbing each other and stuff and uh you know over the top prince keeps singing he's got a, a box of chocolates for anyone who you know will walk the socks off anyone um you know so yeah i mean the video is okay but you know like uh you know it kind of did i, I don't know it, uh, it's weird because you know prince you know literally the next year had another album out like less than less than 12 months after this or just a little bit after 12 months after this so like he kind of moved on from this three disc set very very quickly yeah <laughs> kind of didn't do a huge amount of promotion yeah. And so it's interesting that he just did this video. I'm guessing probably because he was, you know, at this point, fairly good friends with Q-Tip. And so he's like, you know, let's let's do something to kind of promote this one song off this uh, off this album. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, the, the kind of the lyrical content again, like, I, I don't know, this feels like one of those songs where Prince is kind of attempting to be kind of like a braggy rapper. Um, and he, he starts out with this whole, you know, what's the deal? You're fronting, keep it real. And, you know, you, do you want to get funky with me? <laughs> it's like, it's like Prince. I don't, I mean, he then also does my favorite thing, of course, of uh, calling out, let me see if you can remember my name. So once again, it's another song in the kind of in the entry of, you know, Prince talking about people calling him by his name. Um, and then, you know, he says, uh, you know, you can try, you can try it, but, uh, I let you hit it cause you're never going to be the same. And then we go to the chorus uh, which, you know, is kind of the opening lines of I got a box of chocolates that will rock the socks off any girl that want to come my way. And I ain't going to waste no time if she ain't making bank and scared of what a brother got to say. Um, <laughs> so it's like, uh, OK, uh, you know, once again, Prince then does some kind of he talks about, you know, uh, are you spoiling some wheels or riding in a limousine? Um, and then, you know, uh, fight so you can, you better, uh, keep your dirty clean. I hear your words going up and down your skirt, going to the chance to prove it. You best believe it. If you want to get with me, it takes a real woman to do it. So again, this is the kind of, you know, this kind of boasting thing that Prince tends to do when he does rap stuff. And I, I always feel like it doesn't really, I don't really believe it. Um, and you know, I think his kind of rapping style has kind of matured a lot since when he first started to do it. Um, you know, kind of the early nineties. Um, but I'm just not sold on the song. Um, and I, I, 
I don't think I'm even sold when Q-Tip finally kind of like comes in. I always want to like this song because I have, um, I'm a pretty big Q-Tip fan of his work with a tribe called Quest and all that. And um, I'm a pretty big Prince, I'm a huge Prince fan. So it's like, oh, that's cool that two of um, two things get a collide. But it always just kind of seems like potential that didn't wield good, des- good res- like great results. Kind of like... um the time when he collabed with Madonna. It was like an all right song to me, but it just felt like it could have been so much more. And Prince rarely did collabs on top of that. So when they did, they almost kind of felt special, but I really feel like none that come to mind really got to the point of like, wow, this reached its full potential when you collab with other Apart artists. from, you know, something like, you know, You Got the Look or... Yeah, yeah, You Got uh, the Look. You know, something like that. Yeah, but they were almost in... Sheena Houston was, like, the closest you can get to be to being a Prince Prodigy, but not being a Prince Prodigy. Well, yeah, I mean, in, in this line as well, Q-Tip says, I'm your Willy Wonka, golden ticket is yours. Now, <laughs> here's the thing, and this this suggests to me that Q-Tip has seen neither version of the, of the film that is based on the book, because the whole point of the golden tickets is they're random. <laughs> Willy Wonka doesn't give them to people, they just find them randomly in chocolate. And so, you know... The fact that he's like, I'm Willy Wonka and the golden ticket is yours. It's like, that isn't how it worked in the film, uh, Mr. Q-Tip. That, <laughs> like, that wasn't how it worked. Like, people randomly got the golden ticket and then they got to meet Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka didn't just offer it up as, you know. And in fact, Willy Wonka <laughs> didn't like 80% of the people who got those tickets. You oh, know, yeah. He only ended up liking Charlie in both cases. So, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I yeah, that feels like a kind of shallow reference. It's like, yeah, I guess, do a little tiny bit more research. You yeah, know. If you're rapping about chocolate, you might as well figure out a way to put Willy Wonka in there. Yeah, I guess it, That's what it feels like, though. It just feels like he's... <laughs> yeah. The song is called Chocolate Box, and so, you know, they're like, oh, well, we've got to mention Willy Wonka then, don't we? You know, like, uh, I, I think, when was the Johnny Depp one out? Was that like 2000? It sounds like five or seven? six or seven. Yeah, 2005, somewhere around. Yeah, so it would have been out like a couple of years before this album got released. So yeah, I, it, that like like you say, like you know, there's a the whole, there's a whole thing later on where he talks about you know, um, uh, you never know what you get him, which obviously is a reference to Forrest Gump, uh, you know, and talking about uh, you know you keep trying and trying and trying. Sorry, because uh, the flavor is fun. So many variations from the conscience of one, and then of course he repeats Prince's wears the drums. Um, <laughs> And it's like, okay, I, like the flavor is fun. Like, I mean, that suggests like something like a gobstopper rather than a, like a like chocolate. Yeah. Like, like I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then after Q-Tip exits the song, uh, mostly, um, and the rest of the song is probably, you know, it's mostly kind of like the repetition of um, I got a box of chocolates that will rock the socks of any, you know, repeated over and over again towards the end there where we have the outro. In between, we get like, you know, one more verse from Prince. And he starts with the line, so what's the deal? Are you gay or popping pills? Yeah. And I'm like, Prince. I mean, uh, I, if, any, if, ever there were, if there were, ever there were a thing that identified this song as being 2009, yeah. that's probably the line that, that kind of, or even, you know, recorded in 2008, that's probably the line that kind of, you know, kind of makes it stand out. And obviously in this case, Prince is referring to the woman who is, you know, he is trying to, you know... Uh, offer his chocolate box to yeah where he's saying you know are you gay or popping pills yeah now i don't know i'm not even 100 sure what the all popping pills part is meant to be like i guess he's he's meeting some resistance and that's why he's thinking they're gay 
Um, you know, which is a reasonable assumption um, in some cases. You know, if, if, if a woman is not showing interest in you, um, then, you know, one of the, your thoughts might be, well, maybe she isn't interested in me. Maybe, you know, she's, she's you know, a different sexuality and maybe that's that's why she's not, you know, returning my, my affections. Uh, but in this particular case, the all popping pills is the thing where I'm like, what is he trying to say there? Like, I don't, under- I don't understand, like, exactly what he's... Every time I hear this, it comes reminds me of a way better lyric from controversy of course am i black or white am i straight or gay that has more of a sting with it probably because he's talking about like himself and kind of his persona at the time well this just always feels kind of weird like almost feels like someone would have had to gone out of their way to put this lyric in the song kind of thing it just that's how like off it feels you know he could easily say something along the lines of are you not interested like you know yeah like, am i not the person that you like you want or you know like there's a way to express this that is 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 kind of better than that and you know it's just one of those lines where you're like prince this is a little bit embarrassing for you know <laughs> yeah. for, for for this kind of song and later on he says you know i see you got the feeling flashing lights up on the scene and say you got to uh, get your weekend now you know what difference does it make you know anyone can't make chocolate cake uh, again this is a song i mean we haven't really talked about this but the whole kind of i got a box of chocolates thing is obviously meant to be some kind of sexual innuendo i don't think it fully sells either like i'm, I'm not sure i'm completely sold on what the innuendo is meant to be but uh, obviously the, the the from the lyrics that prince does in the song that's that's kind of what he's trying to say yeah. Uh, but particularly when he starts mentioning stuff about chocolate cake and I'm like, what is going on here? Like, what, what is he meant to be talking about? <laughs> I feel like he's not being like he's he's kind of being a bit too coy, um, you know, to kind of really sell the line. Um, and I would say like, yeah, like Q-Tip's rap doesn't really feel like it kind of goes anywhere. And I don't think that the kind of, you know, the story that's being told, which is, you know, Prince uh, obviously trying to, you know, t- he keeps talking about a real woman and, um you know, asking what what a, what a brother got to say. And, you know, like, it, it feels like a certain level of bragging that, you know, I don't think really suits Prince, particularly when in 2008 he is, uh, what, pushing 50 yeah. at this point. Yeah, so it's like, I, I, you know, it, it doesn't really feel dignified for someone to kind of attempt this. Um, and, uh, I mean, even Q-Tip is like 40 or something when he's doing this rap. So, you know, you have two men whose combined ages starting to get close to 100 and they're, they're trying to impress upon us their chocolate box. And it just doesn't it just doesn't feel like it really sells for me. I feel like both artists were on like autopilot, kind of. That it just kind of, I don't know how long it took them to make this song or anything like that. Um, but it, it really just felt like both of them were you know, just kind of autopilot the most like bare basics of something that they can both do two talented guys, but definitely not working to their um, highest standard or putting in as much effort as um, two of those guys usually do. There is a small kind of interpolation of, uh, of um, what is the song? Sexy Dancer kind of appears in here a little bit, um, you know, as kind of the basis for the, the, the kind of the song. Um, and you know there was a there was an instrumental version of this this track which is called Disco Jellyfish, which I think is a more interesting title. Um, that was streamed at some point in uh, in two thousand and nine as part of the uh, as part of the Lotus Flower website. Um, and so yeah, I don't know. Like it, it, to me, it feels just kind of a little underwhelming. And uh, you know, I'm not a fan of going this low, but I would say two out of five for me. Yeah, I, I'm thinking the same way. Is two out of five for me. I always feel like I like this track more than I actually do until I listen to it. But that's, I think I'm just drawn to the fact that Q-Tip is on it. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. 
you know, Prince likes Q-Tip. I like Q-Tip. But then every time I hear it, I'm just like, eh, that's not what it <laughs> should have been. It, it just feels like they could have done something better. Like maybe if they'd have, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's one of those situations of Prince just leaving a gap in the song and Q-Tip rapping. Um, you know, uh, uh, but it just doesn't feel like they were collaborating. It just feels like Q-Tip came in, did a verse, you know, walked away. Uh, something which, oddly enough, in the decades since this came out, is more common when it comes to rap songs. Yeah. People just walking in, doing a verse, and then walking away without actually kind of collaborating with the person that, that kind of is the is the headliner. Oh, like, yeah. It, that just seems like a thing that, you know, just happens way too much these days. Yes. Um, well, so, even on top you know, of it now, sometimes they'll add verses after the albums come out. It's almost like they're patching their albums like they do with like software video games. Yeah, it's like it's like a version, you know, 1.2. Yeah. Um, yeah, Prince only performed this live uh, once on the 11th of October 2008. Um, and that was it um, <laughs> in New York. Uh, he did a gig and that was that was when he performed it live. And that was it. And, uh, you know, even after once the album came out, that was it. He, he moved on and uh, and. You know, never performed it live again. It's one of those things where I think if Q-Tip had been available, maybe he would have performed it live. You know, whenever Q-Tip was was was, was with him, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but of course, a couple of years after this, you know, he'd moved on to having Third Eye Girl as his backing band, and I just don't think the stuff from MPLS Sound really worked with uh, with you know whatever Third Eye Girl was doing. So yeah, so I got left in the dust. Yeah, I, I just feel like if they'd have kept it called Des- Disco Jellyfish, but just still kept everything else in the song, <laughs> I would have given it one more star just for calling it Disco Jellyfish. Like that's, yeah, that's which <laughs> in, in, interesting enough on the album cover for MPLS Sound, there is a jellyfish that oh, is kind yeah. of fluorescent blue that's floating in the corner. So I don't know if that's meant to be a reference to Disco Jellyfish. You know, much like the artwork for Around the World in the Day has references to every single song that are on that album, but. Uh, yeah, it's it's a pity they didn't keep that title, but I don't know. It just feels like a disappointment. Um, you know, it feels like there could have been something more interesting between these two guys if they maybe had sat in the studio for a few hours and kind of collaborated properly instead of what I'm imagining is Prince throwing something in a Dropbox and Q-Tip <laughs> throwing yeah. throwing a verse on it and then kind of sticking it back to him. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like we said about as much as we can about Chocolate Box. So let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Alec? Yes, AlecWayner98 is my Twitter handle. Um, always feel free to hit me up. I love talking about Prince and I enjoy being on the show. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Trap by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. You can email us, not sure where you would, at PrinceTrapByTrack at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Alec. Yeah, you're very welcome. Glad to be here. And otherwise... Now, now, can't it for you no 